top, 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 top of the morning to you. This is your girl, Fabulous Frida. Always your host here to bring you the most on WDGS on your podcast station. You know, this morning, as I've been communing, and I've been, as many of you been tuning in and listening in, in a quiet place, more so communing with the spirit, probably pretty much for about the last going on three weeks. But this is the thing. I know sometimes people may listen to my podcast and they may take what I say out of context because they don't filter it. Or they may even take what I say to be very, very harsh. Because the Spirit has been giving me that type of knowledge and understanding. So as I was communing with God a few minutes ago, I want to share with you what the Spirit instructed me to do. And I believe maybe this will help some people to understand when I truly say, because I said, God, I said, God, I don't want people to see me in the wrong way, but I want them to hear Not just what the Spirit is saying, but understand why the Spirit has imparted in me a boldness to be able to say some of the things that I have to say. Not because I want to say them, but I've been compelled by the Spirit to say them. And in saying that, I want to tell you exactly The instructions that I have received from God as a confirmation this morning. And that way, maybe some people can really understand what is going on, not just with me, but just because of some of the things that come out of my mouth. I want to begin by reading Ezekiel chapter 2. And he said unto me, Son of man, stand upon thy feet, and I will speak unto thee. And the Spirit, I want you to get that word. That's why when you hear me say, the Spirit spoke to me. And the Spirit entered into me when he spake unto me and set me upon my feet that I heard him that spake unto me. And he said unto me, Son of man. I send thee to the children of Israel. And we are descendants of Israel. It says to a rebellious nation that hath rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me even unto this very day. And how many of you understand God does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He's the same God that Spirit spoke to Ezekiel. And it says, for they are imputed children and they are stiff hearted. I do send thee unto them and thou shalt say unto them. Thus says the Lord God. That's why I say it's not me or myself. It's the Lord God. And they, whether they will hear or whether they will not hear, for they are a rebellious house. 
But ye shall know that there has been a prophet among them. And this is what the spirit of the Lord is saying. And thou be not afraid of them. Neither be afraid of their words. Because they're going to talk about me. He said, though briars and thorns be with thee. That's just how people will stick you. You can feel it in the spirit. And thou doest dwell among scorpions. And we know what they do. They bite at people as well. But the word of God said, be not afraid of their words. Nor be dismayed at their looks, though they be a rebellious house. And thou shalt speak my words unto them, whether they will hear or whether they will not hear, for they are most rebellious. But thou shalt hear what I say unto thee. Be not rebellious. See, the word of God has instructed me to not be rebellious to say what the Lord is leading me to say. He said, because if your house is rebellious, when you open your mouth, he said, you shall eat and I will give thee. Let me say that again. Hear what I say. Be not rebellious like that rebellious house. But open thy mouth and eat that I may give thee. And when I looked, behold, a hand was set before me. And lo, a roll of a book was therein. And he spread it before me. And it was written within and without. And there was written therein lamentations, mourning. And do y'all understand what lamentations and mourning means? Something sad is coming. And Ezekiel goes on to say, but moreover, he said unto me, we still talking about the spirit speaking. Eat thou this roll, the word of God, and go speak unto the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth. And the spirit calls me to eat that roll. And he said unto me, son of man, cause thy belly to eat and fill thy bowels with this roll that I give thee. Then did I eat it and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. And the spirit said unto me, go unto the house of Israel and speak with them. My words unto them. For thou art not sent to a people of strange speech and of a hard language, but to people who can understand what you're saying. It said, Not to many people of a strange speech and of a hard language, whose words can't be understood. But surely it says, I sent thee to them. But they would not hearten unto thee. People who understand exactly what I'm saying. They know exactly what they've done or what they're doing. It said, but they will not hearken unto thee. Because they won't hearken unto God. For all of Israel are impotent and heart-hearted. The word said, Behold, I have made thy face strong against their faces and their forehead strong against their forehead. And as the adamant 
harder than flint have I made thy forehead. Fear them not, neither be dismayed at their looks. And they can sure give you some looks. It said, because they be a rebellious house. Moreover, he said unto me, son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee, receive them in your heart and hear them in your ear and go get thee to them of the captivity unto the children of the people and speak unto them and tell them thus saith the Lord God whether they will hear or whether they will not hear for the spirit took me up and I heard behind me a voice of a great rushing saying blessed be the glory of the Lord from his place I heard also the noise of the wings of the living creatures that touch one another and the noise of the wheels over against them and a noise of a great rushing. So the spirit lifted me up and took me away and I went in bitterness in the heat of my spirit. But the hand of the Lord was strong upon me. Then I came to them of captivity and I sat where they sat, and I remained there astonished among them for seven days. And it came to pass at the end of seven days that the word of the Lord came unto me again, saying, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of the rebellious. Therefore, hear the word at my mouth and give them warning from me. When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt surely die, and you do not give them warning, nor do you speak to warn the wicked from their wicked ways, to save their life. The same wicked people shall die in iniquity, and their blood will I require at thy hand. But yet, if thy warn the wicked... And he turned not from his wicked ways. He shall still die in his iniquity. But thou had delivered thy soul. Again, when a righteous man doeth turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity. And I lay a stumbling block before him. He shall die. Because thou hast not given him warning, he shall die in his sin and his righteousness, which he hath done, and he mean or she, shall not be remembered, but his blood will I require at thy hand. Nevertheless, if thou warn the righteous man that the righteous sin not, and he do not hear, he shall surely live because he is warned. Also, thou shalt deliver thy own soul. And the hand of the Lord was upon me. And he said unto me, Arise, go forth, and I will there talk to thee. Then I arose and went forth into the plain. And behold, the glory of the Lord stood there. And as the glory which I saw by the river as I fell on my face. Then the spirit entered into me 
and set me upon my feet. And it spoke to me and said unto me, Go, shut thyself within thy house. But thou, O son, behold, they shall try to put bands upon thee. And thou shalt not go out among them. And I will make thy tongue cleave to the roof of thy mouth, that thou shalt not be dumb. Thou shalt not be to them a reprover, for they are a rebellious house. But when I speak with thee, I will open thy mouth, and thou shalt speak unto them. Thus saith the Lord God, He that heareth, let him hear. And he that does not hear, let them not hear, for they are a rebellious house. Now, I'll tell you why I came to that, because I told the Lord, I was talking and talking to God. I said, Lord, I know I've been saying things that a lot of people may hear and don't understand and not filter and not digest. And I said, Lord, is my assignment complete? See, this is the thing. I had a dream some years and years and years ago. And in that dream, I was standing in the clouds. And there were two men that looked like little elves, but they was tall men. They wasn't short like elves. They were tall and they had these colorful hats that pointed with like the bells and the little curved shoes with the bells and these outfits with minted colors. And I was standing in the cloud and I could hear the voice of God speaking to me. And he was saying, today you are standing before me in judgment. And you will be judged by every word that proceeded out of your mouth, Alfredo. And there was a roll, it was a scroll, like a big roll of paper towel. And, and the two men was on each side holding it. And as that roll begins to unroll with every word, every word, you don't hear me now, every word that had ever proceeded out of my mouth. And the roll just kept going and going. And I said, oh my God, am I going to be judged for all these words? And for a while after I had that dream, this was a, a clear, vivid dream. After I had that dream, I remember going through a shutdown for a minute. And I began to meditate and pray and talk to God. And God told me, he said, I want as you move forward to make sure you understand everything you're saying. But I need you to speak to rebellious spirits and let those rebellious spirits know the wrong things that they have done. And if they don't make the crooked places straight, God said, then they blood won't be on your hand. But if you tell them, it's up to them. And that's when God gave me this phrase. That's between them and God. That's right. That's between them and God. And God reminded me. He said, you have to keep the blood off of your hands. But this is the thing. When I talk to people and I say things and they ponder and feel to them, it's not to get an attitude. It's not to be offended. 
but it is to make things right. Righteousness is about being right. And that means, see, when you know your spirit has changed for Christ's sake, for godliness, you will never find yourself offended for hearing the truth. No matter who tell it, no matter where it's told, but all that lets people know about their own self, they still rebellious. Because the Bible said we can only worship God in spirit and in truth. And when you find a rebellious spirit, that's what they'll do. They will get offended instead of trying to take that truth, digest it, and say, Lord, I want to move forward in a better way, in a better attitude, in a better spirit. I've never seen so many spirits that get offended about their own truth. Things they've done, things they've done, things they've done, things they said. And if you think it's that bad, oh God, help me today. Then why, why be offended by it now? Because if you're a new person, now, if you're still the same old person and you get an attitude when you hear the truth, see, because you haven't made it to the light, that's the rebellious. Because the word of God said the truth just make you free. See, you are, you, if you're still offended by your own actions, by your own words, you have not been set free. The truth have not made you free. Because see, when the truth make you free, what you do is say, well, you know what? I'm so glad I've changed. And instead of being offended by the truth, the truth will make you even begin to operate better in the right way, not the wrong way. Listen, I want to share one more other thing with you from um, Jeremiah, because this is the thing where the Lord was dealing with me. Okay, Jeremiah chapter 1. I'm just going to read chapter 1. Now, what I just finished reading was Ezekiel chapter 2 and 3. Now, the words of Jeremiah, the son of the priest, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah. It came also in the days of Johimachin, the son of Josiah the king of Judah, until the end of the 11th year of Sadakia, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, unto the carrying away of Jerusalem captive in the fifth month. Listen, you have to get this because why I'm reading this information to you, because there's a revelation in it for you. Then the word of the Lord came unto me saying, before I formed the in the belly I knew thee and before thou camest forth out of the womb I sanctified thee and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation now I want to put a pen right there for a minute because a lot of time people miss this whole power in that particular scripture this is why I said many occasions when God gave me this revelation interpretation I was sitting at my desk in 2014 and the word of the Lord the spirit came and spoke unto me and said before I formed thee in the belly I knew thee and before that came it forth out of the wound I said okay God if you knew me where was I 
And that's when the Lord said, you was a spirit. You was a spirit. And I took your spirit and allowed it to come through the womb of your mother. See, y'all have to get this. That's why you won't fall out with these people. You won't be mad by nothing your mama did, your daddy did. Because God knew you before you was even formed to get into your mother's belly. And this is why now I'm on a purpose and plan mission. I'm on an assignment for God. I'm not attached to nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, God, help me today. This thing get deep and it gets serious. And if we can get out of all these traditions and these biologies and, and understand that you, God knew you before. You was even formed. And I always say before your mother met your daddy. Hello. But when you understand your purpose and plan. And as God said unto Jeremiah. See this is why sometimes you can't be falling out with people. Who have anointings on their lives. It has. It's nothing personal. You got to hear what the spirit is saying. And if the same God sits on the throne that you say your grace to, that you ask for people to pray for you and you pray and the word you read. He is the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. So what he told Jeremiah also applies to people who have an anointing on their lives. And if you fall out with them people and you get offended with them because the assignment that God gave them. Listen to me. You must hear this. God said before you came forth even out of the wound, I sanctified you and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nation. Now, that's another reason why these people tell me they got to go to school to become a prophet. Somebody can teach them how to be a prophet. It don't. This, that is not what God say. What did God say? He said he does this even before you come out the wound. He sanctified and ordained people in those positions. Hello. And that's why you can tell the difference between those who were ordained and those who were not. The Bible said, how can they come except they've been sent? And that means they were sent. Before they even got to their mother's belly. I'm just saying, it's nothing wrong if people want to go to theology school to learn more of the Bible. But God ordains positions. God ordains true prophets. And there's nobody that can teach you that. And listen, listen, let me finish telling you what Jeremiah said. He's when the word of God said, and I ordained thee as a prophet unto the nation. But check out what Jeremiah said. He said, then said I, oh, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak for I'm a child. Hello. I hope somebody heard that. Jeremiah was a child, but yet he was an ordained prophet. Before he came out his mother's womb. Because he was formed to be that before his mama met his daddy. And he said, but the Lord said unto me, say not, I am a child. For thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee. And whatsoever I command thee, thou shalt speak. Is not personal. Believe that. 
Because when you figure out who you are in God, there's nothing that come out of my mouth is personal. So Jeremiah goes on and say, be not, I mean, the spirit said, be not afraid of their faces. For I am with thee to deliver thee, said the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. I hope somebody grabbed that. I had somebody to ask me, how do you know the Bible so well? God had put his word. I enjoyed studying the Bible in in Sunday school as a little bitty girl at five years old. But see, I had to grow to understand. It was a part of part of already in me. I just had to learn how to read to read it. Oh, God help me today. And Jeremiah said, see, I have this day. I mean, the word of the Lord said, behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. And see, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out. Y'all know what root out mean? And to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. See, this is this this is why I'm trying to get people to understand. When people say things to you that you feel that is rooting you out, is pulling you down, you think they're trying to destroy you and throw down on you. But the word of God said that all that is to build and to plant. That's why I say if people hear stuff and they ain't change, hello, and I mean for the better, not change with nasty attitudes. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Jeremiah, what seest thou? And I said, I see a rod of an almond tree. Then said the Lord unto me, Thou hast well seen, for I will hasten my word to perform it. And the word of the Lord came unto me the second time, saying, What seest thou? And I said, I see a seething pot. And the face thereof is toward the north. Then the Lord said unto me, Out of the north, an evil shall break forth upon all the inhabitants of the land. I'm giving somebody prophetic revelation because God has prompted me and assigned me to read this tonight. It says, For lo, I will call all the families of the kingdoms of the north, said the Lord, and they shall come and they shall set everyone his throne at the entering of the gates of Jerusalem and against all of the walls thereof around about and against all the cities of Judea. And I will utter my judgment against them. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. There's some trouble arising. And the spirit of the Lord is saying, I will utter my judgment against them, touching all their wickedness who have forsaken me and have burned incense unto other gods and worship the works of their own hands. And that's what I've been saying. Some people are their own gods. They don't want to receive it. They don't want to believe it because the Bible said we're supposed to humble ourselves. We're supposed to walk in a certain conduct and character. And if we're not doing that as the word has instructed, then there's a wickedness of people that have forsaken God. And God said we don't supposed to burn no incense. 
unto other gods. He didn't say it's nothing wrong if you want to burn incense, but who are you burning them for? Are you really in a worship place with God when you're burning them? Or are you burning them for yourself because you see yourself as God? The Bible says they worship the works of their own hands. They're not worshiping God. They're worshiping the works of their own, what they can make happen, what they can do. The word of the Lord go on and say, Thou therefore gird up thy loins and arise and speak unto them. Speak unto all of them that I command thee. Be not dismayed at their faces. Least I confound them before thee. That's what I'm telling you. All them disfigured faces. All them people with attitudes. The word of the Lord say, For behold, I have made thee this day a defense city and an iron pillar and a brazen wall against the land. And he goes on to tell him everything that Jeremiah God gave him the strength that he knew was going to come up against him. Kings, princes, priests, and the people. He said, and they shall even want to fight against you, but they shall not prevail. For I am thee, said the Lord, thy God, to deliver thee. Listen to me. I know you may be in a season and a dispensation of trying to understand persons that are in ministry, people that are just walking upright. Listen, it is not easy for any of us to walk upright in this day and time. Temptation is big, bold, and real. Take take it from me. Listen, temptation is real. But this is, we are in a dispensation where the world is under the microscope of God. That's why I was saying last week, I've been listening to the earth. And when I say listening to the earth, I mean to the spirits that are rampant in the land. Because I'm telling you all, by revelation of prophetic is something coming. And everybody caught in those wicked mindsets and full of iniquity and harboring things in their heart not letting it go because people don't want to hear their own truth instead of saying you know what i was like that i i, I had I, I had forgot i was like that because some people don't forget just how jacked up messed up tore from the floor up they was see i don't have no crumbs to admit my faults and say i wasn't a saint And I do it openly on the microphone all over the world. But I rather say, I thank God that I've changed. I thank God that I've changed. Now, what God compelled me to say for people to hear, some people sit around and you can tell people who act like they don't remember. And not only do they may act like they don't remember how they have treated people. They haven't changed that much to today. And there's something that's stirring And God has given many of us chance after chance after chance after chance to get it completely right and to walk up right. The Lord's will, the creek don't rise, the rapture and the war don't come. There are a lot of people that when they stand before God, that wicked spirit that's still in their heart, that's still 
honorary spirit. People don't want to have. It's like a heart, heart. But that's what the word of God said when I read in Ezekiel. Stiff neck and heart hearted. And people think they still have privilege. There is no privilege when we go to heaven except to be righteous. Except to say, you know what? I can own my truth. I used to be messed up, jacked up, tore up, and sucked up from the flow up. But I thank God I've changed. And and anything I hear, I can say, yeah, that used to be me. And thank God I changed. I tell people my rattlesnake days, you know. And I thank God I've changed. And I'm not offended with anybody who tell me about how I used to be. Somebody told me not long ago. So that's why, you know, my grandma raised me and they had an issue because I used to say things. And that's why they ain't like me. And I said, well, you know what? And I did See, this is what this is the mindset in the in the in the thought process we should have. And we did. And I thank God that I've changed. I did. I did used to do those things. I have done those things, but I don't do them anymore. And I'm not finna fall out with somebody for pointing out the errors of my ways. But some people, what I'm saying, I feel there's still some residue. There's still some debris. That's why they get in their attitude now. Somebody told me something talking about what I said. Why people in my own, my own bloodline say, oh, well, they don't want to fool with you because of what you say and say things. I said, but, but wait a minute, aren't they a person of the cloth? Aren't they a pastor? Aren't they a minister? And this is the conversation you telling me that they, instead of saying, well, you know, if she telling the truth, why, why is anybody mad with her? Because see, that's what the Bible instructs us to do. I'm telling you, when God said, I need you to carry this sword for a while. Because there are a lot of people, they want to still sweep things under the rug. And they have never addressed those things. So that means they've never repented for them. And in their heart, heart and stiff necks, they still feel like that should not be discussed. But it was wrong. It was hurtful. It was mean. It was spiteful. And it was inconsiderate. And you can tell if a person really operating in righteousness. Because to their own self, they'll be true. Instead of worrying about, well, I, so what if I hurt them? So what? You heard what she said? I ain't fooling with her no more. But God already had told me. He's already warned me. That that's how some people it will be. Like scorpions. He said there will be some people like briars. That, that sticky and thorns. They're not happy to hear. People be happy to hear truth. When they know they've been changed. That's why I said I don't fall out with anybody. I just been in my down season. Because I've been listening to spirits. On the rampage. Been listening to see what spirits have really changed. That's what I've been listening for. But see the Lord had me to go and share this tonight. Because my season has ended. And God said I'm getting ready to shift you now to operating a whole different message. See, I know a lot of people, they just want to hear a feel-good message when it comes to God. But you know, I'm through 
being on my soapbox, highlighting and enlightening people because I've been dealing with something I've been praying about since yesterday and today. And the Lord said, you you preached enough in that area. Okay, now it's time to leave that alone because you said enough that everybody should be able to see and witness what you have spoken of and prophesied it is coming to pass and some of those things are happening right now. If people do not turn from their wicked ways, I just said this about a week ago or maybe a few days ago, how God is putting things on the housetop. He's exposing people for the wrong that they've done and people are not hearing And I'm telling you what the Lord instructed me, just like Ezekiel, the same spirit coexists right now. And just like Jeremiah, all I can do is warn people. And if they don't change from their wicked ways, God is pulling the covers off of everybody that that talk about they standing for righteousness and they going to church and they so holy and they so godly. God is snatching off the covers and exposing people wrong. So I'm I, my assignment is complete. I've shared enough of that. And God said to me tonight, he's giving me another direction to begin to come forth and plant seeds. And that's what it's all about, planting seeds. And when those seeds fall, if they fall on good grounds, that means they're going to grow in a good way. But if they fell on stony grounds, that's them stony hearts, and they'll get offended with you, and they'll think that because they choose to act like they act, they hurting you. But when God has conditioned you to know that you're going to get those kind of looks, you're going to get that kind of bite. You're going to get people to turn against you. You're going to get people to call other people and tell them everything they thought you said and try to relay it the wrong way, trying to make it right to make them fall out with you too. I'm just saying for all of those who've been in that sword carrying season since the beginning of the year, because God put his children on the same accord. I know I'm not the only one. I know with some people on YouTube, Facebook, I haven't seen them, but I'm sure some of you out there that's listening can testify, even on your job. People have been standing up for what's right. And just because people stand up for what's right, that don't mean they think they so sold out and they think they so saved and sanctified. It's just some people just be tired of still being stuck in the same old wicked spirit for the last 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, and 90 years. And there's no change. And that's what God is saying in this season. It's time to change. New year, new you. We're in the seventh month of this year. And it's still people. They haven't changed from the way they were 30 years ago. They still get an attitude about the same thing. They still gossiping about the same family folks. They still doing the same old thing. And then trying to teach and tell somebody else that hypocrisy spirit of the Pharisees. 
You can't help get nobody delivered when people see you not delivered. Every time you get upset, you want to cuss and, and, and say all manner of evil. How long have you been operating like that? Every time you get upset, you want to get in your feelings and act like you hurting somebody's feelings because you don't want nothing else to do with them. How long have you been in that situation? But God has said to me tonight, your warning season has reached another level. And you've warned people and people have continued to keep doing the same old, same old thing. They let go. Okay, they stopped maybe drinking uh, 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 liquor, but they turn around and got addicted to sodas. An addiction is an addiction. I'm just saying. And that's just a hypothetical example to mean, okay, maybe you stop talking about uh, your auntie, but you keep talking about your sister and your brother. I'm just saying. It's still low-down gossip. It hasn't changed. And I'm talking to me as well. If, that's why I said I don't, I don't need if people not calling me to talk about the good news of God. Now, if I choose to share something, okay, fine. But if that's what they calling me for, see, then we we need to switch conversations. Don't don't call me to gossip, even if we ended up saying a few things. But that shouldn't be calling me to see how I'm doing and if all is well. Because when I call people, that's what I'm calling for. Now, we may end up sharing some information, but it's not mere gossip, especially if somebody asks you to pray. See, that's the key. Are you calling people to share things and say, well, pray for this person. Pray for them. I got somebody I know they got offended because I called somebody and asked them to pray for them. But I guess they felt I shouldn't have did that. But this is the thing. That person didn't even tell me what was going on. Somebody else from some other city and state told me what was going on. And I call an accountability partner. And that's what I'm trying to tell people about change. Who get upset with somebody if you calling somebody to ask somebody to pray for them? I'm just saying. That know a word of prayer. Because everybody don't know a word of prayer. And if I don't, I don't let everybody pray for me, I'm definitely not finna share with somebody to pray for somebody that I know that don't know a word of prayer. So what are we doing, people? When are you going to change? But just like I said, the Lord said this message tonight. Revisit, rewind, listen to what the words were given to Ezekiel. To Jeremiah, and you can understand my previous words in my podcast. And if you still got a hang up, that's between you and God. I've, I've, I've done my part, and I've said what the Spirit has instructed me to say because I've been watching spirits, and I've realized it's some people that still got some same spirits they've been carrying with them from a child probably but at least i know for 20 30 40 and 50 years they've been carrying those spirits some longer than that and nobody has said enough to make them really just sit down examine their ways and say you know what i need to stop this i need to stop it god give me the strength to change 
that I don't have to cuss out people every time I get upset and angry. Lord, give me the spirit to change. That I don't have to talk about everybody in the family. It's nothing good that nobody say about nobody in the family. That's a shame. God knows that's a shame. That when you don't never hear something good somebody say about any family member. But they can tell you all the stuff that's wrong with them. That's a shame. And people need to work on changing their ways. And instead of looking at all the hurt they done already passed down through the generations. When will it stop? My God. My God. And it don't make no sense. And you can't make it make sense. And this is what's going on. And it's so prevalent in our culture. And then people trying to figure out why there's so many young people black on black crime. They done heard everybody in the family sit down and dog out everybody. So who they know to trust? They can't trust their own family. Folk dog out their grandmamas, dog out the grandchildren, dog out the, the, the children, the brothers, the sisters, the aunties, the uncles. Is there anybody in their family that just brings some good news? I'm just saying. Hello? Anybody? And say, girl, let me tell you something good. And let me tell you, I have done that. And let me tell you what will happen. People get offended with me. Oh, she trying to brag on her children. Oh, she trying to brag on that one children. Oh, she trying to say, well, what, what does it matter if it's a good report? And that's what the word said we should think on. Whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are of a good report. But you got people that don't even want to hear a good report. They be glad for somebody to call them and say something about somebody so they can get in their stinking feelings too. And say, yeah, I heard her. And all that is wickedness. I'm just saying. Because I'm finna do this, the climax message. Because God gonna send me in another direction. I got to go on three days and see what direction he gonna send me in. But, you know, it's time out. It's time out, people. You know, our culture as a whole, we are so, so down on one another. And this is why it's really, it's really sad to me. I mean, I can just hear it in people's voices sometimes. They call me, they seem so excited to tell me something bad about somebody in the family. But they don't carry that same excitement to tell me something good. Like, ooh, girl, ooh, they got a nice car. God bless them with a good car. Oh, God. Uh-uh. I don't, uh, that, oh, did you hear? I just want to make sure you know. Well, what about when something good happened? You know, I'm just saying. And this is why I've been in my quiet zone. Because I'm listening to them spirits. And I'm trying to see, okay, all my talking. If anybody trying to change? Is anybody trying to change? Is there anybody trying to change? It seems like everybody got these fake profiles. I'm just saying. I'm saying I look at the people even in ministry position. Is anybody trying to change? Doing the same old thing, never change. Been doing it. And and I'm telling you, I've been listening to the earth. And I've been listening to the spirits moving in the earth. 
And all I keep hearing is a lot of division. That's all I keep hearing. And so, you know what? I'm just on chill. I, I, I really don't even prefer to engage. I'm at that place now. I, I, I don't prefer to engage, I'm saying, with too much of nobody. Because it, it don't, it just, it's just, it's just draining me now. And, and, and if I just can't hear the joy of the Lord, if I just can't hear the gratefulness, and people may start out and they say, we say, we say, we bless, we thankful, we thankful, we bless. And then people will move right on into, got to tell you something about this person or that person or that person or this person. And I be trying to listen, you know, I, I tried it, you all. I tried it for the last couple of years, you know. Because before then, I just wasn't that engaging. I'm just going to keep it 1,000. I tried it for probably about the last maybe two, three years. But I just, this year, new year, new me, I couldn't take it anymore. Because I had lived pretty much of my life where I didn't hear a lot of things that went on. You know, I just had my little close-knit circle. It was just me and my kids. I'm just saying. Me and my kids. And so I just knew what went on in their world. And that was enough for me when it came, you know, mostly to family. And, it, and you know, me and my, I have a stepbrother, me and him. But we we ain't sit down. And, 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 and my kids and his kids would play together. So we didn't really go there. You know, we was always trying to help each other out with our kids. And, and that's what we did when we talked. You know what I'm saying? And, and other than that. You know, I, I didn't know what was going on with the rest of the folks. Because I, I just mostly, pretty much, honestly, you know, if I must be very transparent, I just pretty much deal with one stepbrother. And me and him, the way we flow, you know, we, we ain't sit down and talk about my daddy folks. and Because and, me and him got the same daddy. Uh, his mama folks, you know. Me and him, we just sat down. And if we, if we ain't talk about God, we talk about the good time. We talk about music. I mean, we found stuff to talk about. So a lot of this stuff that I've been hearing, like, the last three years, outside the parameter of my own children and, and, and hanging with my stepbrother. I mean, I'm not used to it. I'm really not. I'm not used to it. And, and a lot of stuff I didn't really hear until my aunt that's transitioned. You know, she shared some things with me. But, you know, you know, it's like, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know what's that about. But all I know is this. It's time for change. And this is my last cry. It is time for change. It is time to show the younger generations in everybody's family. I'm not just excluding this to my family. I, 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 I'm talking about everybody's family. It's time if you if you're not gonna show the younger generation a, a nicer conversation about their biological families, you know what? Don't even talk about them. Because that's what I used to do with my kids. I know they thought I was a peculiar mother, but I just didn't bring up a lot of my relatives because if I ain't had nothing nice to say, I really didn't talk to them. And a lot of them, they don't even know really. But I just feel it's better to do that than to sit down among your relatives and talk about folks you don't even hardly know. You ain't never even met. Why sit down and dog out folks in your family you ain't even had a chance to connect with and meet with? You know, make it match and make it make sense. Don't talk about kids' grandparents over these little children. 
You know, that's just the granddaddies and, and grandmothers. And they grown, whatever grown folk do. Some of this stuff, y'all need to keep out these little children's ears. I just don't talk about it. Change. Hello? Change. It don't make sense for nobody grown to sit down and talk about another grandparent over kids. That don't make no sense. And then one of them, they get up and they don't know how to trust nobody. Because all they know is everybody is a dog-eat-dog world because they learn it in their family. Cutthroat. I'm just saying. Okay, the Holy Spirit said, all right, Alfreda, you can wrap it up now. But listen to me. Because like I said, in three days, I'm changing course. So all these conversations that anybody heard that they done had, just know and so you can put a pin on this date. This is over. And I can sense what the spirit is sharing for me to go into. I'm gonna start doing some biblical teaching pretty much. You know, I'm I'm just off that soapbox. If people haven't got it, God said they, that you know the blood won't be on my hand. That's all I'm saying. The blood will not be on my hand. But I do hope and pray. That people who have been following me during the sword season up to the seventh month, because seven represents completion. So I'm at a completion, and I'm moving into the eighth month with something new beginning. And, and I just hope and pray, moving forward, I truly do that families will begin to unite in a better way. And if you're not going to want to come together without always gossiping about one another, then, you know, everybody just stay in their corner and stay in their time out, I guess. But if you know that you're righteous and you say you want to, to, to be a king's kid and you say that you want to go to heaven, then it's time to make a change. It is truly time. To make a change. You shouldn't want to still stay in that position that you've been in for decades. Some people three scores and ten since they've been old enough to talk from ten years old. It's just miss, 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 and miss. And this has hindered a lot of people from being bliss, bliss, bliss. Because it's always miss. Tell the truth. Own your truth. Confess your faults. That's what the Bible say do. To one another. And God will be faithful and just to forgive us. Amen. Amen. And as always, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, which I hope it is to have a better united unity with your family. Stop judging the ones that do wrong. Listen, if you can give them a word to change their ways, give it to them. If you can't do that, then hey, stay off these hello phones. That'll send you to hell. Oh, I'm just saying. Unless you got some good news to share about somebody. And that way I can feel your care. Because you got some good news to share. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health. Even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload. May these words be rewind, replayed, downloaded. 
and allow your spirit to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I appreciate and love you always. I'm excited about what God is going to do in the next three days running into the beginning of August, the eighth month new beginnings. And that's what I want to do. Be obedient to whatever the Lord speaks to me. But I do know tonight, God said that my season has been completed in the seventh month. And now I'm shifting to something new. And I'm so glad and delightful. Each and every one of you really begin to think about you just want to be an angel in heaven. And if you want to be an angel in heaven, then you know there's some things you can lay before the Lord and just ask God to push out and purge out and create in you a clean heart and renew a right spirit. Let all that other stuff go. Whatever somebody said that you didn't like, let it go. Whatever somebody did that you didn't like, let it go. If you are standing for righteousness, that's exactly the right thing to do. Amen. God bless. And again, have a beautiful, blessed, marvelous. Is today Wednesday? No, today Thursday now. It's now Thursday. Thursday. Thankful Thursday. And be thankful that you are still here. And God has graced you with the gift of life to strive and work on getting it right. Walk circumspectfully in your right standing with God. God bless. Bye for now.